episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. And if, if just in case you've been living under a rock, we've been sponsored by Takin for these past few weeks. And, yes. And, you know, if you go to our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, you get to see Takin Tuesday, and we're rocking with them just the way they're rocking with us, and we appreciate it. Hey, what it is, man? It's your boy, Ricky Blue. Checking in with Talking Greasy, y'all. I said, girl, why you keep calling? I said, girl, why you keep calling? Yeah. She said, I need a new whip. Yeah, cause I know that you're still balling. She just wanna go back to the future, so I brought that girl a DeLorean. 21 minutes until I gotta go, so I told that girl I'm gonna slaughter it. Alright, what's up, you guys? My name is Kim. Hey, but anyway, it's your boy Darnell, <laughs> one half of Talking Greasy. Batman and Robin is back. Yes, I am so happy to be back, you guys. Right now, I want to turn it over to our very special guest. Man. Let's know who you are. Yo, what up? What's going on? Excited to be here talking Greasy. Right yes. here, it's the one and only. Go by the name of Smooth Vega. Some of you guys might know me by Lorenzo. I got a company called Premier Live. I also have a little little career that mm-hmm. I mean, a little career that I've had over the years, you know, but. Yeah, that's me. So I'm out here in Fort Worth, Texas, born and raised. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. 817. We are recording um, the part two to our hip hop round table. We actually did the first one back in June. Was it June or July, Darnell? Uh, I wasn't on the episode, but... Uh, I think it was July. I mean, yeah, it probably was. But like I said, it, it, we had a, a guy, Megazar, yeah. Lone Star, yeah. uh, and uh, Don't, per- Don't Take It Personal. So we're going to start off kind of on a darker note so we can kind of get past that. Uh, we had a few people who uh, we lost this year. R.I.P. Yes. Um, Lee Odenot, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, he was the founder of World Star Hip Hop. Now, a lot of people have some mixed thoughts about... You mean Q? Huh? Yeah, it was a big guy named Q. Yeah, it was Q. Yeah. Okay, that's probably his name that yeah. people know him by. Um, um, okay. This is the name, his, like, government. But you know black people. We don't know your real name till you die. You're right. <laughs> you, you're right about that, because right? a lot of people don't know who Christopher Wallace is. They know who Biggie is. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, passed at 43, which is young as fuck, um, on January 23rd of heart disease. And so he was the founder of World Star Hip Hop, which like I was saying, people have some mixed reviews about like how they view the um, impact of World Star Hip Hop on... on um, Yeah, on the culture. But I'm just going to say it. It was influential. Whether you like it or not, World Star Hip Hop has been influential. I mean... Uh, World Star has been a, like a double-edged sword. Like it mm-hmm. really, in every sense of the word, like I've seen really empowering uh, top of the line messages on there, and flat out uh, some of the best uh, naked women I've seen in my life on World Star. So it's like, it's, it's a it's a really a weird middle. And like I said, you know, rest in peace to that brother. I went away young, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I ain't trying to talk bad about the dead, but regardless. Uh, your health is your wealth, people. Like I know I'm big as shit, so I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> but too much. But yeah, but but let, but let, but I can speak from the uh, notion that it's hard to 
uh, go back being healthy from here. Mm. So I definitely can speak to that brother. You rest in peace. And uh, before we move on, hey man, introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, yo, hey man, it's your boy Raw Elements with a Z. Um, I'm late, but you know, fashion be late. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. It's all good. Take care of some shit. But I'm in this bitch, you know? Yeah. Dope conversation. We were just talking about people that we lost um, this year, and the founder of uh, World Star was one of them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Q, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was a good um, deal. I mean, I, th- I think that, you know, just to chime in, I-, I think that, you know, you look at the platform and you see how many careers were broken mm. off that website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man, the only other person I've really seen, well, personally, was like Sean Cotton and like maybe a- like a few other uh, guys who like hit the ground running. In the- Shout out to Shay Cheese. Mm-hmm. And-, and the fucked up thing is, you know, guys like that who play the background and push people poor, they never get that shine. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, niggas still don't even give Gucci Man that shine, even though uh, half of Atlanta, you know. Wouldn't be here without him. Thank you. Burr. Continue. All right. Uh, second person is, of course, Prodigy. Um, that was, I don't think anybody expected that one. Even though we all knew he was dealing with some health issues, um, having sickle cell, but he died of um, accidental choking, which I don't think people, a lot of people know. I mean, mm. I ain't it sounds suspicious. It sounds very suspicious. Like, mm-hmm. even, like you know, I'm not trying to be no conspiracy theorist, but I mean, that'd be like, I mean, no shade, but if I die tomorrow and they said, you know, I choked on a grape, I mean, that's, I mean, come on, man. Do that sound like... That's true. That sound that's uh, real believable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't believe that shit when I seen it. I was like, okay, so Prodigy, a mob deep. Yeah. Been, been fighting one of the most violent... Yes. Uh, uh, diseases that we've seen over the, the amount of years that he choked off his food. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I man. mean, I mean, like no shade, and I ain't trying to uh, burn no bridges. Like when Pimp C died, that shit didn't sound right. It didn't at I mean, all. It's like they just said, "Oh, we found him in the hotel." Okay, what the fuck? I mean, come on, that just don't make sense. Last one is Lil Peep. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, man. Now, see, here's the yeah, thing. That, mm-hmm. That's suspicious. Uh, that, mm, nah. His drug use, I mean, they haven't said officially that he died of drug overdose. They have, yesterday. They did? Yeah, yesterday. I mean, okay. But you know what? I mean, you can you can OD and die on prescription, like drugs, like not even like the street shit. Uh, I mean, yes, but. They, we, they, they said his bars were laced. That's oh, what that's what that's what, that's what they were saying. They're saying someone that he usually buys from, uh, they laced his bars, and he normally knows how much he takes. And they said that it wasn't what he usually gets. That's why oh, it was shit. happen. So yeah. See the mm, that's fucked up. Um Crazy. well he died at 21, which is oh, way too young. That's yeah, that's like sickening. Like ugh. I, I really wanted to see what he was gonna do in his lane. Um, lots of pe- there's mixed reviews about how people feel about his music or what have you, but he was doing something different. So I mean, I think he could have done something that would have I don't want to say been revolutionary, but it would have been it would have made its mark if it would have gotten to a place where he wanted to go. I believe, but. Oof, but we won't then, know. But listen, that's later. It's later in the show. And uh yeah. you you was on here last week. I come for the, the niggas name little and everything and everything. But let's but, but let's keep it a book. That's not my generation. I'm I just turned 28 last week. Mm-hmm. And um this new generation, everything's uh fast food cooking. I need it now. I need a party. 
pass me the Zans. Or not even, it's more drug culture versus versus let me have fun or yeah. or the gangster stuff we grew yeah. up with or the even the smooth stuff that our parents grew up with. Sure, it's definitely different. We are definitely going to get on that a little bit later. Um, let's talk about the Grammys for just a, a little bit because Yo. it's getting ready to come up. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And I have some thoughts, um, as a lot of people I think do. <coughs> White politics. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, so I want to get to some of these categories and see if y'all have any sort of predictions. And then we're going to talk about how we actually feel about the Grammys and their output. Um, so one thing I find very interesting, there are lots of hip-hop artists nominated for some of these um, categories. Record of the Year, mm-hmm. Redbone, Childish Gambino, Despacito, which I, I, I'm i not even good. I feel like that's going to be the record nah, of the year. Well, that was, um, that was a big record. I, did I mess with it? But that was, that was a big yeah, record. That was a big record. Yes. The story of... The Story of OJ by Jay-Z, Humble, Kendrick Lamar, and 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. I mean, my picks are Kendrick, then Childish Gambino. No shade to Jay, because y'all, y'all think I hate Jay, but... Is that who you like, or is that who you think is going to win? Uh, Who I like. Who do you think is going to win? Kendrick. And this okay. is the record of the year, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's possible. Okay. I, I agree. Who do you think? I mean, that's the most streamed record of all time is what it is, right? It's oh, so, yeah, that yeah. big? It is. Yeah, yeah, it, it broke the record, most streamed record of all time. Hey, uh, who's your personal pick, uh, bro? It's between Despacito, uh, Humble, and um, who else? Uh, Jay-Z, Tw- Story, OJ. And, and Redbone uh, and 24 Care Magic. I mean, it, it, that would be my second pick, Bruno. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's, 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 well, well, it's, it's I, either gonna be to yeah, it's either gonna be Bruno Mars, uh, <laughs> Bruno Mars. It's not gonna be Jay Z. Um, Definitely not. Nah, um, shout the hoe. <laughs> um, Bruno Mars um, or um, Despacito. Hey, warning alert! If Jay Z was uh, in a lot of uh, nominations this year. Um, I might do some Jay Z slander. Uh, if you if you feel any feelings, please turn off now because you you already remember last couple of episodes that you slandered Jay Z. I didn't say I wouldn't say slander. I just give a difference of opinion. We can't okay. we can't slander Jay Z right now. Okay, it was definitely a di- difference give of opinion. Give it a year. But it was <laughs> taken as slander. I'm, listen, man, when you when you talk about Hove, you you messing with with like niggas' feelings because they. People look at me and say, nigga, I grew up to hoe. Why didn't you rock? I said, listen, cool. I understand it. And I, I didn't become a whole fan till my senior year. I was a Nas fan from like a kid up. And, but we that's, are, but we are, but we obviously That's understandable. So that's that's my translation. Nas had me saying fuck hove whenever he dropped Ether. Yeah. And I was a Jay-Z fan, but then I eventually was like, no, 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 no. You know, <laughs> back back on Hove. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, those are two different artists. They are. Yeah, definitely. So, hey. Okay. Hey. Album of the Year, Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino, 444, Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama, Lord, and 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. My personal pick for Album of the Year is probably going to be 24 Karat Magic. This is who I believe is going to win, not who I would like for it to be. Mm-hmm. It's either my First pick is 24 Karat Magic. Second pick is Melodrama. Uh, who's uh, uh, Who do you actually feel going to get it? Uh, 
Twenty. Yeah, I think Bruno. Yeah. I think Bruno. And if, if it's not Bruno, I think the dark horse would. Be. Man, nah. To me, my 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 pick would be. This is just my pick. It is not. I don't think it's gonna happen. But Childish Gambino. But I I heard it on. Don't take it personal. But I really do co-sign this. I think Lord Day would get it. Yeah. Lord Day. <laughs> What's her name? Lord. Uh, it's Lord Day. But anyway, <laughs> I, I feel you. Can't read. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with Lord as well. I, I, I don't want her to win. I mean, ooh, I don't, that's not my personal pick. Exactly. But yeah. um, I, I, I believe Lord will win. Um, definitely. I just, you know, yeah, Lord's gonna win. <laughs> it just feels like the 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 very Grammy choice. Kim, it feels yeah, so. It feel, sure. It's almost like white people control the everything. Bye. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like song of the year. Uh huh. Uh, Despacito, mm-hmm. um, 444, Jay Z. Um, I'm sorry, every time I say that, I'm not saying the, the artist. Despacito is Louis Fonsi, Fonsi, and uh, Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. 444 is Jay Z. Issues by Julia Michaels, 1 800 273 8255, Logic. Hell yeah. Featuring uh, Alicia Cara. Is it Alicia or Alicia? I don't know. And uh, is it Khalid or Khaled? Khaled. No, it's Khalid, right? Khalid. Khalid. Oh, okay. Khalid, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I like by Bruno Mars. Oh, well, my obvious choice is, like you said, again. But, I mean, to be honest, uh, I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, uh, well, not now, but definitely in the next three to five years, the Hispanic community is going to explode as far as entertainment. And because I really see it piece by piece starting up now. Sure. Like, wait, like who's a perfect example? Like Cap G. People sleeping on him, but I think three to five, once the, the that bubble burst, he'll be out there. I mean, I, mean, I think your pick, you're missing the most obvious uh-huh. in rap right now. Who? Cardi B. I mean, oh, we jumping the gun on that. Cardi- listen, listen, Cardi, Cardi is going to have a great year. She's going to have. Uh, a, a a great no okay album and she's gonna come back with a great mixtape. That's how I feel it's gonna happen. Well, I think if she if she keeps on the trajectory, we'll get to her. Never mind. Okay. Because she's she's making some very strategic moves that I think are smart. We'll save it. We'll uh, save yeah, it. we'll save it. You mean that. money moves? I mean money <laughs> Again, moves. Bye. Okay. Bye. I don't dance My now. Choice. <laughs> <laughs> My choice is again Despacito. Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, um, if it's the Latin choice, they got the numbers. Like, if they tune in, if you got a Hispanic mm-hmm. or white audience, you got, you so got the market. It's a wrap. It, it, they support. Yeah. It's a done deal. <laughs> Message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lorenzo, what's up, fam? <laughs> you good? You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, we good. You know, I, I was just listening to what you were saying about the Hispanic community, and I don't know if you guys know, but the number one movie in the country right now, or had been, is that Disney movie. The, uh, Coco? Coco. Mm-hmm. Chocolate Coco. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, My it sister really saw it. She it loved the most it. Fucking, it's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we finally got one, all right? We finally got Coco. one. Coco. But you know what? Disney... No, but it was number one, though. I mean, Disney should have been did like more diverse things, especially Latin, because like, like I said, they, in the next three to five, they're going to explode musically. In the next 15 years, they're going to be the majority uh, population in the United States. Sooner than that, my fan. Yeah, true. Um, Best rap album, 444, Jay-Z. Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Culture, Migos, Layla's Wisdom, which was random, Rhapsody, 
and Flower Boy, <laughs> Tyler the Creator. Well, listen. To be honest with you, at my uh, my uh, pick is these are just my picks: Tyler the Creator and Migos. But to be honest, no, the best. No, no, but your no. favorites or who's gonna win? My, my, my favorites. Okay. But to be honest, out of that out of that category, if it was like based on just skill, I get at the Kendrick hands now. And yes, but who do you think is gonna win? Uh, Kendrick. <laughs> okay. And, and yes, I do think Kendrick will win over Jay. I don't. My pick is gonna be four forty four. So the nominees whoa, whoa, whoa. are. Uh, can you tell them the nominees one more time? Yeah, four forty four. Jay Z. Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Culture, Migos, Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody, Flower Boy, Tyler the Creator. Yeah, it's either gonna be between Kendrick and Ho. Um, Thank you. I'm sorry. Listen, I, listen. I, I'm glad you brought up that stance because I've been saying this, and and people want to fight me. I feel like That's I feel like I feel harsh. like I feel like this Jay Z, 2007 Jay Z, is not 17? better. Yes, it's not album wise. It's not better than Kendrick 2007. To me, I would agree with you. I mean, I'm not gonna put that on the table. You know, I'm not gonna now, say all now, that. Li- now, let's, 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 lyrically, I would agree with that. Listen, I, let's pay our respects. Reasonable doubt will destroy Damn, but 444 versus Damn is a different conversation. Well, I don't think that's fair, personally. I don't. I don't either. Um, I, I am going with Kendrick. Um, I mean, with damn though, I'm, I'm going. To, I'm going with Kendrick for my. But, but we talking about rap, and both of y'all know the rap game. I, why, why even uh, break it down to you? It's all about competition. It's about the current competition. It's not about who who killed it. Who's always killing it? It's about what's going on right now. Sure. Who who got the hottest? Whatever. I agree with you. Um, as far as history in the game, I believe that that's what's going to be the reason why. Jay Z wins over Kendrick. If we talking about history, that's gonna put him over the top. I mean, if we talk, if we talking about history, Jay uh, got Jay got it. But if we talking about legacy. We can have we uh, Kendrick money wise, no lyrics and body of work. Definitely. What body of work? Like his his career. Are you really but, saying well, Kendrick's legacy live up to Jay Z? No, I'm saying Kendrick has time to finish his legacy. Jay Z is at the end of his. 444. If we get another album at 444, I'll be shocked. But I think he's done. After this album. Okay. And he ended on a great note. But Kendrick ain't even 30 yet, or if barely 30, that's still at least, what, 10 more years? He only has three, three albums. And if you got 10 more years, that's at least, four. what, three more albums, four more albums? Ain't no telling what we're going to get. I guess. Thank you. I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kendrick definitely got that for rap album of the year. I thought those candidates. Is it, is it between Cove or, uh, or Kendrick? I think Kendrick got that. Tyler doesn't have a chance. Oh, hell no. Um, then who was the other nominee besides Tyler? Rhapsody. Yeah, I love Layla's Wisdom. I do. I'm very surprised she got nominated. Very. I'm, I'm very, very uh, happy that she got nominated. Definitely. I've been a Rhapsody fan for years. I came out and seen her first show in Dallas six years ago at um, Arnetic. Um, met her in Night Wonder. That's a flashback for your ass. Yeah, it was tight. <laughs> it was very tight. You know what I'm saying? She gave me some words of wisdom. I met Night Wonder and I got starstruck. Dope. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, she's come a long way. Um, very good album. But yeah, it's, it's going to either Kendrick or Hove. And I want to say Kendrick for sure. All right. I feel like the wild card is Migos. That that now, if that wins, y'all not winning. Woo. Listen, they, they not winning. Listen, be real. I mean, yeah, but the Woo. fact the fact Woo. that they even nominated Woo. 
uh, gives credit to them because because yeah. I give them because you know Migos one of my favorites, but we talk yeah. about are we talking about lyrics? No, but now we talking about overall. We can talk. Well, Maybe. nobody and, give a shit about Migos lyrics. I mean, listen, like I said, overall, I didn't say it lyrics. I said overall, you know, the performance, the music, everything. definitely. Okay, uh, best rap song. Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. <laughs> Chase Me, Danger Mouse featuring Run the Jewels and Big Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Humble, Kendrick Lamar, Sassy, Rhapsody, and The Story of OJ by Jay-Z. Oh, that's 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 between Cardi and Kendrick. Cardi and Kendrick. That's, and Cardi gonna win it. Yeah, Cardi gonna win it. Cardi, you, you deserve it. You put in your work. Yeah, Cardi. Either Cardi or Kendrick, I wouldn't be surprised if Kendrick win it, but I'm gonna go Cardi though, for sure. You know what? If she won over Kendrick, that's that's a culture win, and I and I would love for her to have that win just for. Nostalgia. How is that a culture win? That, that's a culture win for her for where she came from and what she, what she's her brand. No, but it's a culture win if Kendrick won it too. Uh, that's a different culture. Like, it's she, the same she, culture. No, Kendrick's the neo soul, the black power. It's all black though. So what you mean? All black. You know what? Yeah. I, but I do think that for whatever reason, to the judgment, like you know, the Grammy needs to be talked. Right, they need to be talked about. So you're gonna have your nominees, which already, you know, the Beagles being nominated is a, is a good, is a good conversation. Cardi being nominated is a good conversation. So if they get somebody to win, do y'all remember whenever Three Six Five won the Oscar? Yeah, yeah, that was a big. That, <laughs> that, that, that was, we need that moment for the Grammys. I think it's gonna happen. I expect to see somebody uh, unexpected to win. You know? But but you know what? That that brings up an excellent point because, like I said earlier, uh, these uh, it's politics. Like it has to. Whoever wins has to make uh has to make news and make the stuff popular. Like mm-hmm. if like like I said, like it's it's a ball, it's out of the park. But if Migos win, everybody's like, how did they win? Now that's conversations. Now yeah. that's interviews. Now that's oh oh we gonna get them next year. So it, it works in everybody's favor. Um, I will say that I believe that I'll be back in two. Bodak Yellow is going to win. But I would not be surprised if Humble won. I mean, I mean, Kendrick winning is is never outlandish to me. But I mean, as great as Kendrick is, I mean, some people just don't get their shine, which is sad. There's plenty of rappers out there who are phenomenal, great. Now are they Kendrick? No, but are they the great in their own mind? Yeah, and they just won't get the accolades. That's how the system arose. Let's get to our thoughts about the Grammys themselves and the politics behind it. Here's my here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting that all of a sudden there's a lot of hip hop that's being nominated because most of the time hip hop is relegated just to rap performance, um, rap album of the year, and then that's it. And you may, you know, every once in a while you may get a Kendrick nominated for album of the year or something like that. But it's a rare occasion when hip hop is outside of those set categories. And I kind of want to see why y'all think that that is happening all of a sudden. Well, I'm going to let our guest go first and now I'm coming after him. I mean, they knew they fucked up. They, they, they knew they, they've been <laughs> fucking up for years. They, they, they basically riding the wave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They're riding the wave. This is the first Grammy where I'm like, oh, everybody that deserved a Grammy has got a Grammy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, because the Grammys, when you think of the Grammys, you're like, oh, you think of this song is hot. Everybody fucks with it. It's mad popular. Mm-hmm. But 
that's never the case. Now it's like then like like Gold Link was nominated for a Grammy this year. It's like wow, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Unexpected Black. Black was nominated yes. for a Grammy. It's like Rap damn. So it's like, okay, so the songs that everybody fuck with, that's the most popular among the general consensus in the hip in the, the music community. Mm-hmm. Deserves a Grammy, which is how it's supposed to be, but it's never been like that. Never. Yeah. I'm almost interested to to see or find out if whether the committee has has changed drastically recently, because I have never seen it in recent years be a case where it felt like the Grammys were kind of they had their hand on the pulse of what was actually happening, and like I also kind of feel like maybe there was some politics in there too. Like, I think that they might have seen the way all of these people were were giving these other award shows backlash about not having a lot of people of color who are nominated for these different awards. And they were like, okay, listen, we can't have that. We already kind of have ratings that are shit anyway. So let's see if maybe these nominations will push us to get a bigger viewership this year. Well, uh, Smooth Vega, when it comes to uh, all these uh, artists finally getting their shine. I mean, what what you think the real reason that I'm going to uh, go after you? What do you mean as far as like... Because we never had nominees this realistic, this in touch, this mm-hmm. this uh, well uh, actually known. Otherwise, we would have artists on here like Billy Joel, uh, Kate Kate Upton. Mm-hmm. We'll have... Yeah. We'll have Artists who release songs that <laughs> very, exactly like a very limited uh, group. I think, they, I think they need to make it mainstream, man. You know, I think that's what it comes down to, and I think that it comes down to like viewership and you know what's going to get people to talk about it. You know that that that's what we need. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's what the the Grammys lacks. I mean, right now with the streaming era, and we're not just talking about music; we're also talking about just digital platforms yeah. as far as how people are watching it. You mm-hmm. know, they have to make people watch this. Stuff. Yes, and the best way to make people watch it is is taking main, what what in a sense has become mainstream, right? Like, of course, I mean the Migos, Cardi, regardless of what people want to say, they could be ratchet all day, every day. They're mainstream ratchet. Yes, you know what yes. I'm saying. And we need that mainstream ratchet to reach the those homes because yes. for the longest, the Grammys never really cared about you know the, the certain style of demographic. It's mm-hmm. been like we're, we're going to cater to who we cater to, and I mean that's fine, but it's it's changing. And the game is evolving, so I think they they need to cater to that to to be able to be in tune with what's going on. I don't know. That's absolutely no, for sure. They it's they're doing themselves a disservice by not including those types of people or nominating those types of people because they are influencing the culture right now. Cardi B is influencing the culture right now. The Migos are influencing the culture right now. So they're dumb if they don't nominate Migos for something. Well, I got a, I got like a opinion kind of similar to Smooth Vega. My thing is they, they didn't, they weren't worried about switching up the whole mood until they have to, because they're not. If they can do everything without you, they're not adding you in the culture. Of if, course, like that's just what it is. If mainstream is only, we we finally recognize you. That's it. Yeah. That's that's it. It, like there's, like I said, there's plenty of rappers and artists right now who are banging on the internet, banging uh, uh, good records, you know, put, uh, put putting their work in, and they're never gonna get noticed. And like I said, like I know this sounds fucked up. If they could do the NBA, the NFL, or TV without black people or Hispanic people, they wouldn't do it. Okay, I don't Just know. Just flat out. If, I don't know about that. I, okay, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, and the reason why is because. 
with people of color comes like a, a certain level of cool that you don't get with white people. And that sounds fucked up to say, <laughs> but like, it's true. Like there is a term called black cool, which is like the shit that comes from black people is produced by black people. So they have to have that in a sense, in some capacity in order to push what they're trying to do. Okay. Well, uh, what's the... Uh... I mean, you understand what I'm saying as far as like, you know, like, I just think that they, they have to appeal to that. They, I mean, the Grammys is the Grammys. They don't give a fuck. But I mean, I yeah, just think like, I mean, if they, if they it's not like they're giving a big chunk of their segment away. You know, they're giving away maybe a piece of their segment, which would be hip hop, you know, and, 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 you know, making it relevant to what's going on. It's, just, it's not going to hurt nobody. You know what I mean? I think it's going to bring in that viewership they need from the other urban community that they really don't care about. I mean, who's hosting this year? They don't even got LL doing it anymore. They have the, the white guy doing it, right? They, oh, which one? We uh, <laughs> Peak. 
they peaked at a time where where music was consumed in a certain way that yeah. it was just different. And so they, they the reach was a lot stronger whenever they peaked. So whenever they peaked, they just reached more people. Hence, they, they created more of a stronger built-in fan base. So I, it's funny because I've had conversations with other talent buyers and other people that, um, that I've worked with. And mm-hmm. they'll try to like, tell me like, oh, you do a really good job of promoting older hip hop shows, right? Damn. You know, and it's funny Yikes. because to them, an older hip hop show is, you know, Bun B, Scarface. And to me, that's my generation. So yeah. I, Man, that's, I, I, that's I, a slap in the face. Then well, no, that's I a mean, good I'm fucking t- show too. Well, you know, the game, you know, it's considered an older hip hop show. But to me, I don't really- The game? Yeah, I mean, Damn. To, to them, I mean, this is what we're, we're looking at because look at the generation that we're- True. You know, I'm not promoting little peep or little pump or little yeah. Uzi Bird or little Wait, wait, no, nah, but but then you do Ace Boogie with the hood? Yeah, I did Ace Boogie with the hood. Okay, no, yeah. but yeah, and then that that is that is more of the current. But mm-hmm. I'm saying though, in general though, like the I've had people tell me that I don't get offended by that. Just so you know, I'm not because, because to me it's like, well, you're right. If I can promote a successful hip hop show with an older artist, right? Older, yeah, quote unquote, someone that hasn't had a radio hit in ten years and and have a strong attendance. You know, that should be a testament to what I'm able to do as well, because yeah. obviously I don't need the relevancy that you guys need to mm-hmm. sell tickets, right? That's the way I would counter that. But for the most part, people need to realize it's not even about that. It's it's like these artists that have hits, that have a catalog, that have, you know, history. Yeah. Like, let's just think about it. When LL Cool J, for the most part, when he, I know we were just talking about him as an mm-hmm. example. He's yeah. one of my favorite rappers of all time, like, He's dope. Uh, like when he peaked, though. Yeah. When he peaked, he peaked that in, in an era that you know. I don't know that in this era that would that, would, that could, I don't know if you could peak in that same way. Yeah. Uh, he he peaked. He peaked. Which he started in the eighties and peaked in the nineties. Yeah. He peaked the 90s. Which, which is which is a perfect time because we was born. I disagree. He peaked okay. in the eighties. Nineties. Uh, but uh, no. raw, but raw. You you got a uh, event coming up, Matt Fett, in a few weeks. Uh, Pie for the locals, December twenty second at Trees Friday. Breed be there, no. And uh, with that being said, how did, how did you pick the roster? Because me and Kim was you know trying to uh, figure out your moves, man, and it was real smart. And I I like the ticket sales, I like the presentation, but I was wondering how did you uh, you know marketing wise, how did you pick who's gonna be on the roster? I usually go off of niggas being dope. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is being dope and niggas who actually have a following. Mm-hmm. Like every time I drop the the roster, I have niggas in my DMs. Yo, I'll give you two hundred dollars to perform. I'll give you three hundred dollars to perform. But it's like if you're not dope, I have to like your music on top of mm-hmm. that. But then you also have to have a following. Well, to kind of circle back to what we we're talking about about hip hop being ages, I feel like um, I don't think it's necessarily ages. I think it's just that the older hip hop artists do not understand how hip hop is consumed today, and I think the the younger ones are the ones who get it. Now, the ones who get it are the ones who are making hip-hop that people don't necessarily like a lot of times, like the older listeners of hip-hop. Like, people who are around me and Darnell's age or whatever, or older. How old are you? I'm 28. How old are you? Uh, 28. 28. Yeah. How old are you, Lorenzo? 32. 32? Okay. I'm the the youngest in the room. Yeah, 25. Okay, 25, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... Why you tell him his age like he didn't know? Yeah, like damn, nigga. You, you said it last week, bro. But damn, that was last week, nah. bro. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Your birthday, your birthday you know, ain't your birthday. Never mind. These know. viewers don't know my age, my nigga. I, I mean, your nah. birthday ain't for a while. A little while. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, Darnell. <laughs> um, people who are in our age group may not understand the rap that's coming out now, and 
I don't think it's necessarily always for us to understand. I Absolutely. think that sometimes there there are lanes that are for specific people, and we don't all have to like what's going on. So I was I actually respect what is happening. I just it's not always for me. But what I will say is that a lot of older rappers who get upset because these younger rappers have taken their spotlight mm. or whatever, they need to understand how rap is being listened to, where they where it's being found, why they are where they are. And if they were to do that, then maybe they would get the audience or gain the traction that these other rappers are. Well, well listen, I'm on the polar opposite side, and then I'm, I want to hear you guys' opinion. First thing first, this is 2017. You, may, you literally can make an app and have your own streaming service, your own, then, but that, but now you got to build up your own community. And the bad thing and the good thing is everybody gets a chance. That's the good thing and bad thing. Thanks to SoundCloud, you know, uh, Spotify and all these streaming services, you don't, you don't have to go through the major, well, do you still, I don't know if you have, have to have to go through the major labels. You don't. You, I but, don't think you do. You don't. I mean, you don't. But marketing and pushing. But as far as if you want to do do it on your own, do it in your own city and grow from that, you can do that now. But then again, with that being said, everybody and mama got a mixtape. Like, like I remember when I was in college, literally, I would be asleep. Hey, bro, my mixtape dropped. Nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 in, I'm in my UT, uh, UNT dorm. <sighs> like, hey, bro, my mixtape just t-. I'm like, nigga, what are you talking about, bro? Freestyle on this. Nigga, I haven't rapped. Or did anything remotely music in ever? Well, why did you say? Why? Why, <laughs> did, why did you say, "Hey, bro, yeah, we we got a cipher, nigga. We just you just started rapping two months ago." You want me to tell you something that a, a show promoter told me back in two thousand and nine? I was actually uh, performing in San Antonio, and uh, you know, I was talking to him, and he made a comment. He's like, "You know, hip hop is the new garage band." You know, back oh. in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, like back in the day, like, you know how all the people would have like a garage. Yeah. yeah it's like hip hop's the new garage, man. And it is, you know, I used to be a huge advocate during the MySpace days of like, you know, like they were talking about doing paid memberships to like, you know, ha- like I, I'm an advocate of trying to find a filter to, uh-huh. like, you know, differentiate the serious with the not so serious. But yeah. I mean, it's the American dream, you know, like this is the one thing that, you know, like I've said it in previous interviews, this is the one profession you can go from. You know, D boy to mega superstar over. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you can you can literally go from the brokest of broke to being the richest of rich. And with that being said, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back on talking greasy. Yeah. Yeah. We know that you're sad, insecure is over. So Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a 30-day trial so you have enough time to get into my audiobook pick for this week, Awkward Black Girl, which is written and narrated by Issa Rae. From accidentally insulting legless strippers on Twitter to unnecessary lies, hashtag for the D, Issa is at the root of all of her most embarrassing moments. Don't miss one syllable. Sign up for your free trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash greasy. That's audibletrial.com slash G-R-E-A-S-Y. Let us know what you think. All right, and we are back. Um, the reason why I brought up ageism in hip hop is because um, this past year has been dominated by most of the artists being 25 and under. And really, 25 is being generous because I would say <laughs> probably more like tw- at the very oldest, like 22. How old are Migos? They under 27. 
oh, damn. Okay, well, they're probably the oldest. Yeah. Everybody else is is at the most like 18. I think um, is Uzi, no, is Yachty 20 I'm yet? Y- Yachty's like, I'm Googling this. Yachty's like 21, 22, barely. Is he? Not I thought even. he was like 20. That was like a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Because when he came out, he was 19. You're right. Okay, so he's maybe like 21. Yeah. Everybody else is around 16 or 17. Like Lil Pump, I think is 16, Lil 17. Pump, Lil Pump is like 17. 17. Maybe 18. Yeah. Lil Xan. Like all these artists are like who very, the, very young. Who the fuck is Lil Xan? You've never heard of Lil Xan? Who's Lil Xan? Josh, who's Lil Xan? Josh, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I don't know who. Josh you know who Lil Xan is? I've heard the name though. Lil Xan was recently on... Um, have I heard of No Jumper? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was on. He was on No Jumper just a. Oh well, no. Well, he they do. A few weeks ago. Uh, the thing about uh, No Jumper is they real great on, uh, you know, giving promotion. So. But I don't. But I don't think he would have them have him on No Jumper if he wasn't nobody. Yeah, true. Matter of fact, Outfit Texas was on No Jumper. Shout out to them. They. Oh. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um. I think he sees what's happening next or like it's bubbling and then gets them on the show. But like Lil Xan, I think is, is again, more of like my sister's, like my sister's 16, by the way. <laughs> um, they are kind of their That's our gen- generation. Yeah. Exactly. We had, we, we had, we had our littles. Remember little Mo, little Bow Wow, little, we had our littles little too. Romeo. Hey, little yeah. Bow Wow, little Bow Wow was tight, man. I had to beware of the dog. Album, you know what I'm saying? I did too. The Bounce With Me, the Bounce With Me remix at the end of the album, you know what I'm saying? With Jermaine Dupree on yeah. the, the ones and twos, I was tight. You know, even Lil Bow was spitting low key, you know what I'm saying? So he was, I mean, when he, yeah. <clears throat> In the beginning, <laughs> like toward the end, it was, some it, was bur- shit. it was better than the little, the little niggas. The little, I, I even heard Lil Zam. He was better than Lil Zans and Lil. Definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, okay. That's true. Okay. Definitely, I, I, def- we, that's undisputed. I just definitely. feel like that's, I mean, at a certain point, it's, it's not, I know that everybody thinks that music is subjective, but I think at a certain point, you can't even compare something. And that nigga was like 14, 15 when he dropped Beware of the Dog. Nah, he, he was, was like 11, 11, 12. 12, yeah. That's the reason why I didn't like it. I think at the time, I was already 13 whenever he dropped that. So I, even though like, I was already into like the older, yeah. I, it felt like it was kid rap to me. Yeah, I was young. I was young as hell. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, like seven years younger than me. So you could bounce with me, bounce with me, <laughs> grab a partner, hit the flow. Like, what? come on. So now. I um, when I was talking about um, the older rappers and how they get like curmudgeonly and shake their fists at the sky because they're not like <laughs> where these younger artists are. I think it's because they what understand the internet. We're going to get to that. But they understand the internet in a way that older rappers don't. And so they're able to they're able to get directly to their audience in a way that older rappers don't. Now, with the exception of like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is great with the internet because of his Instagram presence and YouTube. Him understanding. Yes, with um what is that his uh, network? GGN network. Yes, that shit's dope. He's he knows how to use the internet. That's the reason why he's still relevant. Who are these old bitter artists that we speak of? Uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not a name. <laughs> Joe Budden. Joe Budden. I know it. Stop it. I know it. Stop it. I know it. I was waiting. I, the first thing that I think about when I think of 
older rapper who's mad about these younger rappers, the first mm-hmm. name is Joe Budden. Are you serious? But is what? he is, is he really listen, mad? Listen, he's not he's not mad. But he's retired. Is he really mad? He's I mean, listen. Okay. Listen, I'm, okay. No shade, and then I'm we talking about Joe Budden, part of Slaughterhouse, and all those other big, big names. And then you want to have a conversation with him. And then talk about the Migos, Lil Uzi, all these new, uh, new guys. What did you expect? Hey. Okay. With, well, with, with Joe Budden, you got to expect the train wreck. Well, Budden's, to me, Budden's a podcaster now. He's not even a rapper. Dang. I mean, he's still, I mean, he could rap, but I mean, he's retired. I mean, he's he's vocal. He's, he's posted it plenty of times that he's no longer creating music. I mean, I'm sure he'll create something. You know, he's, he's not really, like, to me, he's not really a Active rapper. Are you calling? So he's media now. He's he not just a rapper. called, but he just called um, whoever that was from um, Migos his OG. What Quavo's OG? Yeah. yeah. You better respect me as such. He is. What? It was a joke. You tell. I mean, I, it was a joke, but it was serious. So you telling me he was he, he was mimicking the whole me- Wiz Khalifa Kanye West shit. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Mm. I was gonna say, cause okay, my phone, <laughs> my phone died, y'all. But yeah, he was um he was mimicking the whole Kanye West, Lil Wayne. I mean, Kanye West, Wiz Khalifa shit. He said it. He said it on Everyday Struggle. I watch Everyday Struggle every day. Um, <laughs> Damn, and, and that's it, dedication. And if I and I and I've been missing a lot of episodes, so if I miss an episode, you know, I watch it later. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, he Joe Budden. Joe Button, well, I fuck with Button tough. You know what I'm saying? Like musically, obviously, I'm a lyricist, so I fuck with Joe Button's work. He's a great lyricist. Crazy, but his personality, he just misunderstood because that nigga's goofy. He's a clown, and like that nigga be joking all the time. You know what I'm saying? I can tell when he's serious, and I can tell when he's being bitter. You know what I'm saying? But predominantly, most of the time, he's just being just funny. You know, he doesn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Plus, oh, that's clear. He's retired, so he does not care. You know what I'm saying? So that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like Ooh. I fuck with Button very tough. The Beagles released that screenshot right now. Old rapper struggling. Oh shit! <laughs> As we speak. Oh, look at Dang. that. Big man. Big man. They big uh, man. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we're talking about all of this because. These new, I don't know what you even call, people call it mumble rap. I don't know if this is the, the term you should use for like Lil Pump and Smoke Perp and all these yes. different rappers. Yes. Mumble rap? Yes. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> um, I want to know where the fuck it came from because it's like all of a sudden. Uh, Jeezy? No. Jeezy? No. G- yes, Jeezy you started. Know. No, Jeezy gave the ad libs, Gucci gave. The ad lives in it, and and then boom, everybody. No, uh, bro. No. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That was, that was disrespectful. What? Because okay, <laughs> the reason why it's called mumble rap, yes, is because you don't know what the fuck they're saying. True. You know what Jeezy is saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I think no. Jeezy, Gucci, Future, the. I mean, Migos, Thug. I'll give you you Future, I will give you Thug, and I will give you Migos. Definitely. I think if you're, okay, are you saying that there are elements of what Jeezy did that created what we have now? Yes, because listen. Okay. Because listen, if you compare compare Migos culture to uh, Thug Motivation 101, that's not even in the same category. 
But them ad let's let's I hate I hate to be this guy, but we're gonna talk about hip hop history. Thug motivation was a classic. But lyrically, you said that lyrics? last episode. I got a bone to pick with you for that. You know, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take this, take this, take this, take this. Listen, are you, are you, listen. Close it, close it. We gonna save that for later. I love Jeezy, by the way. Okay, listen, listen. Jeezy is that dude, but like Kim said, people took parts of his ad libs. Then after that. Came T Pain, then Future, then me, uh, then a thug, then so forth. People can take little bits of your parts and take the worst part of it and make a career out of it. It happened to T Pain because T Pain had Auto Tune. Then here come Future, a Haitian with Auto Tune. Then the everybody else that comes to do Like sometimes people take little uh, pieces of uh, your horrible <laughs> music and keep going. But what does that have to do with Young Jeezy being a main contributor to mumble rap? Because that's completely false. Yes. Completely false. I can't even see any type of uh, bullet point in that in that thesis statement. Okay. The, at all. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Is mumble rap and trap music are they separate? Or are they yes. are the same? They're completely separate. They're separate. Two completely different. Why? They're completely different. Well, well, with me, I put them in the same category. Why? That's why. I because of the beat. Went, yeah. All right. Well, that's it though. That's because of because no. of the because of the beat. And the beats be different too, but yeah, that's a whole. Di- but I can give you that because they're very similar. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's there's a lot that contributes into mumble rap because mumble rap is when we say mumble rap, we're specifically talking about the way they rap. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of rap. There's a lot of trap music that isn't mumble. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But right. they might rap over trap beats, or they might be kind of trap ish beats, but they mumble. It's hard yeah. to tell what they're saying. They're using the whole Migo flow, which has that flow has been in hip hop from a long time, but Migos re rebirthed it. They revitalized it. Yeah. But but that mumble rap has been around. But when we say mumble rap now, we're talking about the colored dread heads. We're talking about the like we're talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jeezy did not contribute nothing. He don't rap nothing like that. He had Jeezy was really good with his ad libs, and the ad libs are very prominent within the mumble community. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean Jeezy contributed or birthed or conceived. Mumble rap. No, 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 well, no, know, sir. Well, we will not. What? We will not discredit Jeezy. Well, you know what? I'm gonna uh, let you have it, but let's let's give it to the people. If you if you who birth mumble rap, 469-454-8231. Yes, Kim? I would love to hear what y'all think about that. I really um, want to hear it. Yes, I personally believe if you're gonna put a pen in a specific time period where it started and take it back to specific artists, I would. I would say it would probably be Migos. Okay. The reason why I say that is because even though you could even, Future might even have an argument there, but Migos has a very specific cadence that rappers now are using as the formula. His at Their ad-libs are used as the formula. And so now they've taken this style and adapted it to very specific music that's not necessarily like trap, which Migos sort of maintains like a trap sound. But like these rappers that are 
considered mumble rappers don't necessarily subscribe to trap all the time. It's kind of transformed us into something different. But I think the the missing piece, which is what I want to get to now, is like drug culture. Like Migos is kind of a remnant of the type of rap that we're used to when people are talking about being drug dealers. Yes. Mumble rappers, the ones that I'm that are coming up now, they're more about being drug users. Mm. So I think that is the big missing piece in the mumble rap well, thing. Well, that's definitely a thing because, you know, I mean, I've never, like, in the past three to uh, three to five years, I've never heard about Zan so much in my life. Oh my it's God. ridiculous. I ain't even hear drug dealers talk about Zans that much. So that that let me know that that's how much the drug culture is affecting everybody. It, and it got into the rap, which happens. Well, I think it's in a different way. Because for so long, hip-hop and rap has been like the voice of the people, quote-unquote. So the people who are in these impoverished communities trying to make something of themselves and the, the way that they feel like they can do that is through selling drugs or whatever. That has been our story about what hip-hop is for the longest. And now it's turning into something completely different. Now it's suburban kids who have this disposable income and they can use it to find their vice. And that is through drugs. Okay. I think. I mean, like I said. The face of hip hop is changing drastically. Which is a shame because like I said, there's so many talent artists out there. And when I hear nothing but drug culture. I, it kind of it's kind of offsetting because I really do love rap and I lo- and obviously we love the local. It's scary and I don't want to see rap turn into this. But it's just it's just it's, I think hip hop. I've always said the beautiful thing about hip hop is there's so many subgenres within hip hop. You know you have you know down south hip hop. You have east coast hip hop. There uh-huh. you have the mumble. You have the crunk. Whatever was going on at the time. So mm-hmm. it's just a subgenre. It, this, right now this subgenre just happens to be the most popular. But it'll go through its phase, you know, it's like everything else, you know. I mean, it's not to say that, and that's not to discredit the great artists that are producing music right now. Because I'm not a fan of the Migos at all. I don't listen to that. That's mm-hmm. like, I. I have now become the old guy, you know. Like <laughs> I, I, I now feel like I'm old because I don't really know anything about these new guys coming in, like Little Pumps, all those guys. Like I, yeah. I didn't really know much about them. Like, but um, but I I can appreciate what they do. Obviously, you know, working with a boogie with the hoodie. Mm-hmm. He was somebody that I worked with, and you know he's kind of in the new the new school. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I love his music, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for that. I mean, really, for that matter, I mean, I, I think I've gotten to that age where it's like I like what I like, mm. I jam what I jam. You know? yeah. yeah, I think all of us eventually cross over to into that era of I'm not even. I don't even give a fuck what younger rappers are doing right now. I'm just gonna listen to what I used to listen to, and that's it. Um, sure. I'm not there yet. I am. <laughs> but you're there? Yo, I don't listen to none of this new shit. Already? Already? No, 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 no. At, at 25? I was just about to say damn. No, but you know what? If if, if Raw calls me, it's like, yo, man, have you heard so-and-so? I will go listen to it. It just really has to, like, uh, you know, and same thing with A Boogie. Like, hey, you need to listen to A Boogie. He's that guy. I'll listen to him. But, like, I don't. Like everybody was talking about Jaden Smith's new album, right? Uh, <laughs> Jaden, right? That's his name, Jaden. Yeah, Smith, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to go. Everybody said the album was great. Fire. I, I try to listen. Yeah, to he's like, gonna be the he's gonna be the new guy. 
Yeah, I you mean, think I so? That nigga's good as hell. Yes. Have you listened? I have listened to his music, but I don't know that he's going to be the new guy. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm gonna say this, man. I'm just gonna say that he is uh, such himself. I don't think nobody. Whatever he drops is him, and that's rare in the rap game. Well, I mean, you know, the thing about with him though, when I, when I'm, you know, I try to listen to it, I just I couldn't. At least, yeah, that's at, least, at least in the. Do first. you like Kid Cudi? No, no. Ex- see, uh, okay. I don't really listen to Kid Cudi. But exactly. Like, but like, I have, I have to go back, and I'm gonna give it a fair shot again because everybody that has talked about the album said it's such a great album. So I'm gonna give it a fair shot. But I'm just saying, like, for me to you guys, like, I rarely get in those zones where I'm like, listen. Mm-hmm. It takes it takes for somebody to be like, have you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This new fucking revolutionary album. Like, I mean, I'm I'm for that matter. I'm not even really into like Kendrick's. Like, I'm into like J Cole. And Whoa, stuff like that. That's just me. Whoa. No, 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 I love that. Whoa. I tell you, be honest, man. That what you like is what you like. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just I, I'm not saying I don't like it. Like, I I can I can appreciate it. But okay. but it's just not what I listen to. You know what I mean? It's rare that you hear somebody say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I I I could say I like Kendrick Lamar, but I don't I don't listen to his music. Like I really I, I like J. Cole. That's I mean, I feel I feel the same mm. way. But I didn't even like J. Cole's last album. I, I wasn't a fan of his last album. I liked it. Ooh. I don't understand why everybody thought it was so boring. Right. See how Oh, get the fuck out of here. It wasn't that bad. Listen. His worst his, his worst album. Oh my god. His worst really? album. I would I would prefer to listen. Born to Sinner was his worst album. What? No, no, nah, that first. Nah, that, nah, that first. No, Born, no, Born Sinner was the worst. The first one was the worst. Yeah, the so, first so, was the story. But I would rather listen to Sideline Story versus what was that shit for your eyes only? Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge J Cole fan, so I critique I, niggas that I fuck with tough like listen, very hard. Listen, that's, and, that's not that's not even fair. Cause listen, we already know what the number one album is. We already know Forest Hill Drive. That's yeah, the number def- one. Yeah, definitely. Well, yes, we definitely. can all agree on that. Okay, yes. born. Okay, the only thing you can really argue about is second and third is, and that's either Born Center or, like you said, For Your Eyes Only. And Born Center, it's way better. Uh, that's third place to me. Then second is For Your Eyes Only. Mm. Boy, fucking up, dog. <laughs> bro, 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 For Your Eyes Only, dog. Neighbors, Immortal. L- listen. I'm gonna say this. Is that it, the it, one where he basically had the Bryson Tiller beat? No, I, I, I didn't even. That's I, not immortal. A confession: I've never listened to that song all the way through <laughs> because of that. It's like, bro, like me being an artist, like I try to pick samples that rappers do not use, and if a rapper drops a song and it's popular, I don't want to use that sample. And if I do use a sample, it's gonna be flipped. Yeah. A, a way that isn't like the original song because that was day was it what was it deja vu that was that was oh yeah deja yeah. vu yeah so when I when I seen and I heard I was like that was lazy as fuck and, I mean listen and I seen the interview apparently J Cole had recorded that before like like a way before that that uh, Bryce Tiller's yeah. version came out oh. but he, even if it's like. Nah, you I mean, know what I'm saying? That like, sounds exactly listen, the same. Listen, it sounds exactly no, no the same. Shade, no shade to J. Cole. You listen for lyrics. You don't always listen for beats. It don't matter. When I, I hear listen for both. When I hear that, when I hear that beat, eh, I was like, bro, this this is Bryson Tiller. You yes, know what I'm saying? Like, it is. And, and what, what make it even worse is I know other hip-hop songs that sample that the same way. Like Charles Hamilton has a song called yes. Brooklyn Bro- Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
I'm already subconsciously thinking about that. But That's the first thing I thought about. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm letting that slide. Okay, the next song. You have another song? Nah, you know, I, I, I can't do that, man. Like, I just, I don't know, like, that, uh, J. Cole, I've never listened to that song all the way through for that aspect. Like, I was going to drop a song, um, and it, it sampled the same exact sample as uh, um, Isaiah Rashad and Kendrick Lamar. Um, off of Isaiah Rashad's album, but it was sampled. It was so similar. I was like, I'm not gonna drop this, you know, because because mm-hmm. I know no matter even if my song is better, better lyrics, whatever. Like they're gonna be thinking about that other one. They're gonna be thinking about the other one. It's, yep. it's too close. It's like nigga, reverse it, mm-hmm. flip a different part of the sample. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, nah, nah. Hey. Yeah. So the last thing about this mumble rap era, I wanted to talk about is. Where do you think this is going to go next? Because I, I really feel like this, where we are now, kind of, I, it didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but it's like it was very unexpected, this direction that rap went in. That's true. Yeah. I don't think it's peaked yet. What, the mumble rap era? No, I don't think it's peaked yet. Uh, I think it's getting there. It's definitely getting there, but uh, but it hasn't peaked yet. Well, my thing is the only the only move after this is it's gonna somebody's got the the thing that's gonna be next is the reason why I said Jaden is because we're gonna get so tired of like the same thing. I think the only thing that's really gonna make us bump is like that individuality. Like like uh, who's the perfect example? Drake. We bought into Drake because Drake is there's nobody like Drake. True. At the beginning. Culture vulture, but that's a whole other conversation. I don't believe he's a culture vulture. But okay, but like I said in the beginning, I don't, either. I don't either. In, in the beginning, we yeah. bought we bought into Drake because that was just him, and I feel like they'll come back around. But it, it's gonna be a minute, a real good minute. Well, there's still no there's still nobody who sounds like him. Everybody who has made music after him has adapted his sound. Okay, he kind of, I feel like he is he he kind of created his own lane in that he was making this like ethereal hip-hop shit that people weren't really doing yet. And then after that, when people saw how big it was, and they started jumping on that. Okay, I respect that. Talking about uh, Drake? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and now, like and now if anybody starts doing, like, dance hall shit, it's because of Drake, which is weird. <laughs> That's the reason why I think you said culture vulture. Yeah. But, I mean... That's a big part of Toronto culture too. I mean, listen, he, he, he's one he's one of my favorites. So, I but that don't mean I ain't gonna say nothing bad about him either. Yeah. Well, I think you should be able to critique the people that you think are your favorites. Mm. Oh yeah, I hold my I hold my favorites to hold a standard. I do too. I was just talking about you know how Jordan Lucas is like one of my favorite you know artists. He's probably the only new artist that I listen to right mm-hmm. now. I was just talking to a friend of mine. I'm like, you know, his song structures. I'm a huge fan of his music. His lyrical content, but they're all structured identical. It's always the same. You know, he does the same conceptually. He does the same thing every time. Mm. He raps from one perspective and then the opposite perspective, and they're always it's always unique, but it's never. It's like it's kind of the like, same. Thing. Like you see it coming. Yeah, no, well, I already know. Like it's like he hits the same exact style, the same exact point, in there, the same exact song because I listen so much. I know that. So it's like, you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of artists that always kind of keep me wanting more and keep on wanting to to hear something new like i don't i'm not a fan of artists that like i've heard one song i've heard one verse i've heard them all yeah because you get a lot of that you know mm-hmm. you hear artists like oh, well. i want to switch gears and talk about cardi b the reason why i want to talk about cardi b is because 
of course, you had a humongous year, year this year. Um, but I want to see what y'all think about her career and where you think it's going to go. What are your predict- predictions for the trajectory of her career? It's a good question. Oh, uh, for me, it's simple. Uh, it's going to keep going up and then it's going to flatline like every year. When? <laughs> when? Uh, I give it I give it another year because she got, I think she the what she's working on is going to give her another year. But like every rapper, no matter how great, you, you have your, your your bottom. And one thing about Cardi B that I like, I feel she 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 know what the bottom tastes like. So I think she'll uh, come back. I, I, I mean, what what other female artists have kind of reached that level of success? Ooh. Of what? You know, right right now she's had a number one single in the nation mm-hmm. um, on Billboard. I mean, obviously Nicki Minaj, but yeah. Other that, but other than Nicki, Lauren Hill. I mean, but like kind of in the modern era. New, new age, yeah. Oh, um, Nicki Minaj, and that's it. Yeah. Wait, wait that, so she has. There's got to be something, someone else. No, I don't know that there is. In recent years, there can't be. And the fact that it isn't coming to mind right away is already kind of a. Is yeah. It's a telling story. I think with Cardi B, you got to look at it from the perspective of, you know what, she has potential to 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 be the heir to the throne, right? And she has potential to take, you know, that next level, that next that. Not even next level. Let me rephrase that. She has potential to be the the, the main female artist in hip hop, or at least the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be up to her whether or not that happens or not, and, and the team around her, and the people that are producing the music around her. Because to me, it's clear that she doesn't have to be that good to be successful. You know, she's she's a very likable personality mm-hmm. that works tremendously in her favor. Uh, if she can just continue to do what she's doing now, she'll she'll win. But I, for how long? I mean. Shit, man. That's again. This is gonna be up to the, her and her team. I, I would go twenty four months. Okay, I give her twenty four months. Mm. Two year run. Two year. Run. What about you, Rob? How long you give uh, her? I don't know, bro. That's tough, right? It's yeah, tough, I mean, I don't really know either. Like, I'm just gonna say twenty four, just because it's kind of a safe bet. Because I think the twelve month is like for sure, definitely. She, That's what this, I this this year is going to be the year that everybody's gonna try to put the machine behind it. This is when you're going to see a record. I think I saw uh, Jay White had posted on his Instagram feed that they're working on a record with her and Beyonce. So like, Whoa. This, is, this, is the re- this is the year that you're going to, um, that you're going to get that. Like, you're going to see her with her and whoever. To keep it 100, and I'm on wax saying this, which is very odd to me. I haven't even said it yet. <laughs> but, um, and I normally wouldn't say this about an artist who isn't lyrical or have any type of death in their lyrics um, or, you know, but um, I don't see uh, a, a one-hit wonder out of Cardi B. I don't either. Me neither. And it, it's, it's weird to me because I normally do. I don't see her fizzling out anytime soon. Um, it might be because there's a lot of artist, a lot of female artists who I can't name that have done what she's done. Um, her charisma is out of this world. Definitely, her, her personality is out of this world. Mm-hmm. I don't. She's very, very likable slash lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody fucks with her. Everybody's on her train. Not right now. Mm-hmm. But this is not like a little mama or like a. 
Yikes. You know, just a, you know, shout out to little mama. You know what I'm saying? I don't get, yeah, I don't get that. Like that. Like, I don't get I that. Do. I don't get yeah. that. You're here today and you're about to be gone. I think she's she's about to become soon, not right now, but solidified to where she can drop and she's going to be a favorite amongst female MCs, regardless of whatever the old heads or the 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 golden era niggas think about her lyrical ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's actually getting better rapping wise too. So I I don't I, I see her doing well for a while. <laughs> um, I'm going to be conservative and say Ed, this is me being conservative. I believe she will still be relevant at least three years from now. Yeah, I mean I think because she's gonna, yeah, sure. because um she's I think she's being very strategic about the moves that she's making. Um. First of all, her getting engaged to somebody from the Migos. I don't know if people want to consider that being a move she's making. Oh, that's definitely a move. But that's very, that's, that looks great for her. Migos are huge right now. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. So her being tied to somebody of that echelon is like, that's, that's smart. Number one. Number two, her having such a big, hit and then riding the wave of this hit the way that she's been doing is great. Her personality and her being so humble and so Bronx and shit while she still has this number one song is great. People love her because of that. And then also people probably were tired of seeing Nicki Minaj everywhere. I mean, it's people are the reason why Nicki Minaj is where she is, but now that there is some sort of diversity People find it refreshing. So if she can just ride the wave of that also, there are so many things working in her favor. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think right now, what I'm saying, they have the record, they're talking about her and Beyonce. Like, this is when you're going to see that happening. But there's way too many people that are going to rally around her. Of course. To of course. make sure that she has a successful career. And it's really going to be up to her to fuck it up. And I just don't see her doing that. I think she, she values this opportunity too much. And you're right, she has become the alternate to that Nicki Minaj. And we, yeah. We always need the alternate. We have to have that. You know? Yes. Have that. Yes. I know we've all seen that fucking disingenuous uh, acceptance of female MC of the year from Nicki Minaj so many times. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe I won this. Well, bitch, who else was in the yeah, exactly. <laughs> category? Like, who else was going to win this? So, I, yes, I think it's time for somebody else to be in that in that lane, whether anybody likes or respects what she's doing or not is completely irrelevant. Right. And Nikki had her run, so I mean... Oh, definitely. So it's not like there's nothing to hold your head down mm-hmm. about that. She had her run, and now it's time for somebody else to have that run. And Yeah. And Cardi's going to be that person for the foreseeable future. And conversely, I feel like maybe this might be the beginning of Nicki Minaj's start fizzling out a little bit. Yeah, I agree Maybe not going all the way away, but I don't think she's going to be quite as big just because people are rallying around Cardi B so much. But put them on a tour together and watch what happens. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah. they were on motorsport yeah. together. so Not uh, willing there, knowingly either. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah, I don't believe that they no. agreed no. to be on but, that no. together. But, but they, there's enough money between them if they ever did something together. They'll, they'll find a way. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Do y'all believe that there was like a formula behind this? Like, do you believe that if somebody else was a stripper 
and then got on um, a reality TV show on VH1 and then decided they wanted to put out a, a single a few years later after going on the Instagram following that that they could become a Cardi B. Is there a formula to what she did? Um, so, I mean, you know, that's, you, you can easily say, yeah, because like, okay, mo- most strippers who have a, a appeal, sexual, sexual appeal, they're going to uh, accumulate that following on social media. I know tons of Dallas strippers and Houston strippers who have mm-hmm. thousands and damn near hundreds of thousands of followers yeah. for looking good and having the big butt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then when you take it a step further and you go and you're on a reality TV show, and well, not just any reality TV show, a reality TV show that aired on VH1. VH1. You know, and you have a outstanding personality mm-hmm. that people fuck with. There goes another thing. So now you're at this point and you drop a song. If it's somewhat decent, you got something. Mm-hmm. If you have the right people around you, if you have a management team and not just some random chick who's just dropping shit on SoundCloud. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a very good shot, especially if you look good, you know, Mm -hmm. and got a great personality. So, yeah, she might have just dropped the formula on y'all, you know what I'm saying, for the females. Would I expect every girl to make it like that? Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, no one expected, no one, no one expected, you know, because there's been tons of people who came off those VH1 reality shows dropping music or supposedly did music already. That that niggas did not give a fuck about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, she just has an intangible. That's what it is. Yeah. She, I mean, she's fucking likable. And she's a personality. And, yeah. and then, and then let's uh, let's not downplay her because this is an old app. But on Vine, she was uh, posting videos weekly. She was uh, Instagram too. Yeah, she was. She she's been and it was consistent. Mm-hmm. And then before, and then, before the teeth fixed. Yeah, and then and then right before the show, she was writing rhymes all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just the reason she got there was hard work. That's it, and 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 making the right moves, and and making the right circle, because everybody know right group of friends take it to the right level, take it to the next level. Of course, and then here's the next thing that works in her favor, um, that she has made sure she tapped into, which I don't think people really pay attention to, her being Dominican, and her dropping a Spanish version yeah. version. A Bodak Yellow, and then going on a press tour, a press run of a bunch of Latino publications and media outlets. There's there is another market built in for her that normal people can't hit. That it, that nobody else can. Nicki Minaj can't hit that. So unless she speaks Spanish, which I don't think she does. So. She, but Nicki Minaj, is, she comes from what? She's scent? Trinidadian. Trinidadian. Like she has that market slightly, but I, I mean, yeah, but but she doesn't but, really market to them. If she was to market to Caribbean people the way that Cardi B markets to Latino people, she would have a whole other market there too. Which I don't think she really make, thinks it's valuable enough to do that. But well, she's a whole different type of star, so she markets to damn near everybody. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to wait to see what Cardi's gonna do with that as well because. You know, I know right now as they're working her into into being a, a recording artist, you know, I think it's essential that they do that. With whether or not she sustains being that and doing that consistently, that's it to be determined. Because you don't want it to be a situation where she's only Latina when it's convenient. You know, whenever it's uh, true, whenever yeah. it's like, oh, uh-huh. sales are going so good. Let me go do some Latina shit. You know, what I mean? like 
because that's what happens. But mm. but I I do think that um, she definitely has that advantage, and that could work for her. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, we never talk about Pitbull anymore because he just decided that he, one day he was a hardcore street rapper, the next day he decided I'm going to tap into it. Like, yes. He said, good fuck bye to everybody. Like, got paid up and you ain't heard from him because he's eating so big and on an international level. Mm-hmm. Cardi could do the same thing. So now I take it back. My 24-month prediction went longer because she could stop doing the hip-hop urban stuff and just go all the way Hispanic. She'll be good for the rest of her career. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what people I didn't did. even think about. He did. Yeah, I didn't he, even think about that. Yeah, like you could just, just like, fuck it, I'm done, you know, like, and just do that. But I mean, I don't know that I don't see Cardi like that because she she represents so much. She's so she's urban. She's she's urban American. Yeah. She's really, I mean, she's she's great at what she does. You know? She's a great personality. Mm. I think it's gonna be she'll have a be cool. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what and she there's does. There's just way too many people that know that that's situation has a lot riding on it that I just don't see anybody just fucking flat out fumbling it. You know, like it's just way True. too many people, like way too many producers that are depending on her success, way too many probably label heads and I, I just think it's going to be a winning situation for them. True. I agree. So um, when I was thinking about what we we're going to talk about, one thing that kind of came out of nowhere was this beef between Cameron and Mace. Um, the reason why I found that that to be interesting is because it managed to push through all of what is going on right now in hip hop. So it managed to push through all of the mumble rap and all that other stuff to become like a thing that people knew about to people that are 16, like my sister's age. (laughs) So like, I want to know if y'all believe that beef has the power to re-energize people's careers because like Mace if he can become relevant to somebody my sister's age because of this it's fucking amazing there's something to this I mean well I mean not all the time but that East Coast West Coast rapping there's a lot of uh, people who you know literally got in, into a lot of problems but a lot of people's careers got put uh, got really what are you talking about <laughs> beef like beef was like a big thing. Like you remember all those beef DVDs, all that. Yeah, like, that, beef was like, beef. Like like that really pushed a lot of people's career. The game, uh, Ti Fifty. Yeah. So you mean beef in general? Yeah. Okay, I was. Wait, she's right. saying like if right now, motherfucking somebody that was relevant in the nineties decides to just start yeah. beefing with somebody in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. How how can that fucking break an old artist back into a new generation. Yes. It, it, it depends. It depends on the artist. It you think it can artist. do it for Mace? No. No, it, no, uh, no. I it stops there. No, it, it stops there. there. <laughs> it, stops <laughs> there. <laughs> it stops there. It stops there because, you know, the thing about Mace is that he's such a fucking punchline in, its, in himself. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, he went, turned into a pastor, and now he's rapping, he's mad again, whatever the case may be. No one can deny that Mace has always been a, a, a good rapper. Yeah. But yeah. we were just talking about this earlier when we were talking about when artists peak. Mace peaked at a time where he was right up there during, you know, Puff Daddy's. Yeah, shiny shoots and shit. He was, he was at the time, he was a really big deal whenever he peaked. Yeah. So people still remember Mace, but I I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's more because of who it is. Like, it's more like, can you believe that Mace just rapped in 2017? And I think there, there was a shock value to that. Okay. Not as much as it is like, yo, he's really reemerging, but the fact that people are talking about him, like, 
I woke up that morning, I saw my Twitter timeline talking about Mace. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about Mace? Yes. I was shocked. And then I'll get on Facebook and people aren't really talking about Mace because at this point, they're just trying to, they're trying to create conversation about whatever's going on. But I don't see, like, I've already heard, like, I think they played a snippet of his new single that he's coming out with, like, DJ Khaled and Daddy. What? Or Diddy, they're, they're dropping a new single with Mace. I'm like, Oh man, he's really gonna try to like milk this, you know? <laughs> Yikes! I just don't see it going further than what it did. I think what he did was he did a diss song. He did a diss song on a really popular Jay Z track, right? And 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 he did what he was supposed to do. He he he. I didn't like that, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really like the song that much either. But it was more so the fact that like. Who's thinking that Mace can rap in 2017? And then you hear what's out right now, and it just sounded better than the majority of the stuff that was out from a lyrical point standpoint. I want to get a, a feel for what y'all's favorite albums were this year, and then we're going to talk about who we think Whose careers we think are going to start to fizzle out next year? Ooh, I'll let Raw and the men start that one. Uh, favorite albums this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really don't want to miss anything. Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah, Jay-Z, 444. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the, the albums that a lot of people haven't really heard that I fucked with really tough that came out this year. Um, did you fuck with Tyler, the Creator album? I did. I, I liked it. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite albums at all. Um, damn. So I just grabbed my laptop. Like, okay. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm, I'm pulling to my Google right Yeah, now. like, damn. Shit, hold on. I mean, I, we can come back to you. Yeah, yeah, come back yeah, to me. Okay. Come back to me. Go ahead. Okay. You want to go? Um, Kendrick, uh, Childish Gambino. That wasn't this year. This was? No, it was not. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kid, uh, Damn, 444, and uh, uh, Big Creek got me. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick to just hip hop. So I'll say um Vic Mensa, yes. Big Fish Theory. Okay. Um Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said Vic Mensa? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Vince no. Staples. Vince Staples. Staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Vince Staples, Big Fish Theory. Um Jay Z four forty four. Um Big Crit. Um Forever is a mighty long time. Ooh. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, damn. Uh, Two Chains, Pretty Girls Like Crap, uh, Trap Music. Definitely. Mm. I have mine. <laughs> and I'm missing something, and I don't know what back. the fuck it is. Let's go back to Raw. What yeah, we'll it? get we'll get back to it. Raw. All right, cool. So my favorite albums. So we got uh, Vic Mensa, the manuscript. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have I, honestly this is one of my fa- I, I I I normally don't fuck with Mick Mill too hard, but Wins and Losses was very dope. Okay, Mick Mill's right. album. 
Okay. Um, so Vic Mensa, Meek Mill. Um, we have. Um, I fucked with. Um, yeah, Kendrick shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn. Um, I fucked with. Uh, um, Jay Z four four four. Um. I fucked with I fuck with Smino's album Black Swan. Okay. I fuck with JID's album The Never Story. The Never Story. Oh fuck, that was a good one. Yeah, I fuck with that very tough. Um, I fucked with um, Joey Badass, All American Badass. Oh, I didn't like that. Underrated. Underrated. You didn't like that? Nope. I'm surprised. You got a you got a fro. Like you, I know. You got You're right, but I didn't like it. That was that a very was, good album. It, it was, but you know. I'm going to keep mad at you. Hold on. You serious? I'm mad at you about oh, that. Oh, I'm, I'm very serious. No, how I, many, I, how no, many times did you listen to it? Once. Are you a Joey Badass fan? I am. Why didn't you like that? Okay, so I'm. It's mostly just because of how it sounded. I didn't like the beats. That's uh, why I didn't listen it's too, to too, it. Too boring for you. Yes. I feel you. Were there any more? Um. Oh, I, honestly, I like more life Drake. A lot of people didn't like oh, that fuck. shit. Li- that did come out this year. A lot of people didn't like that, and I was just so confused. Hi, Sarah. It was so good. I, I don't know. I, I, it was really good. Like I didn't really fuck with views like that. That was boring as fuck. Boring as hell. There was good songs on there, and it was songs that, like Drake. You know, I don't think Drake can make bad music. You know what I'm saying? He, I don't think he has that in him. He doesn't. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It might be some shit that I might listen to once and not like not fuck with, but yeah. he can't make bad music. Yeah, the nigga, the nigga can't do it. You know what I'm saying? But um, views. I was like, ah, uh, damn. I was so excited for what this album was going to sound because it's an album from mm-hmm. Drizzy, and it wasn't up to par to me. A lot of it, it sonically, it was really good. It's the beats sounded really good, the hooks sounded really good. But as far as the lyrical content, I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that. And, but then he dropped more life in every. So I was like, bro, this is fucking good. It's like, really, he had all the little mainstreamish radio club bangers, having Quavo and. Thug and uh-huh. Travis on the same track, and then he had the core. Um, Nothing was the same slash um um uh so far garnish vibes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I was like, damn, then he had a couple songs where he was rapping. Mm-hmm. I fuck with more like it was really good. I I, I it was really good, it right? Really well, a lot good. of people didn't, I don't know. It just I thought it was really fucking good. Really he should have made that views, trimmed um, it, tr- trimmed it down a little bit. Yes. And then we have a winner. Put Teenage Fever on this project, and well, I can name a couple more songs, and now that's it. You know what I'm saying? But I fuck with more life. But yeah, that's my my list. Okay. So, Smooth Vega, any uh, albums that caught you this year, man? None. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Know. I, mean, I just don't listen to music, man. I'm going to be honest. Damn, not even 444? I mean, it, Bruno Mars is probably the only album that I really listened to this whole year. Okay, I, yeah, I, I can respect that. That was a decent album. It was cool. It wasn't even his best work either. Oh, no, it wasn't. I just wasn't. don't listen to hip-hop. I mean, I didn't really bother to listen to Jay-Z's album. I listened to, Ken- <laughs> I listened to Kendrick's. Listen to Kendrick's. Did you like it? Yeah, it was cool. It was okay. cool. I liked it. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite at all. I'm just not a fan. Oh, you did say that. Yeah. No, no, no. You said you were a fan of Kendrick, but you I said, said you, no, said you didn't listen could, to him. I said that he could rap. I'm not really a fan of his music in terms of like, okay. like I won't listen to an album. Interesting. Oh, dang. 
Like, I just won't listen to Wow. I listen to J. Cole. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm like one of those guys that just listens to the old stuff. That's... I just listen to old shit. I mean... Uh, it's kind of like... I've never heard somebody say they like J. Cole, but they don't like Kendrick. I have. All the time. Really? What? There's always a split decision between J. Cole and Kendrick. There's a good percentage of people that's like, I fuck with both of them. But it's either... Kendrick or J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my homies is a big ass. I put him on J. Cole, but he's a big ass J. Cole fan. And he never gave credit to Kendrick just because there's some type of rivalry between Kendrick stands and J. Cole stands that's, that's weird. unheard of. Yeah. Um, unspoken of. Um, it's like Kobe and LeBron. Yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. exactly like that. It's and they're so both they're both great artists, but you're like, oh, this this guy's better. This guy's better. Um, but he's finally started giving Kendrick. He's finally starting to realize Kendrick is a different in a different lead than, than J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? But a J. Cole, a J. Cole fan would never agree agree or admit to that. You know, but no. it's it's subjective at the end of the day. But it's like you ever a J. Cole diehard fan or a Kendrick diehard fan? It's like mm-hmm. one of the two. You know? Let me listen to pop music. I listen more to pop music, to be honest with you guys. I listen to a lot of pop music, so too. I, Demi Lovato's album was my favorite album of the year. I didn't listen to that, but you she should, can sing her ass you should, off. You should listen to that. It's a really good I didn't hear it either. It's a really good album. Okay, I'll have, really I'll have to check album. it out. She just dropped the music video with Jesse Williams. For real? Yeah, nice. Enjoy. It's a good, a good video. Hmm. It's a good video. Did you give yours? Yeah. Okay. Who do y'all think are, um, who do you think will fizzle out by next year? Lil Pump. <laughs> I don't. You don't think that? No. Have you seen his label? Have you seen his um, uh, contract? Did you see that? Of course not. You haven't seen it? How would I have seen oh, yeah, that? I, saw I mean, that. it, it, it leaked yesterday. Oh, what, what was what on was it? On can, you, it? can you explain for the people who don't know? This nigga is the first artist in, in hip-hop history to have a 1080 deal. What the fuck <laughs> is that? It's four more times than a 360. <laughs> that, okay, wait. So explain. What does that mean for him? It wasn't like $325,000 or something like that. Yeah, so the, the, the advance was 325000 or something like that, which is... Pretty light for a, a artist that had that many buzz, that much buzz. But he signed a contract for five albums, fourteen tracks each. That's got to be the worst three sixty deal I've heard ever. Like, like even since Trinidad, because Trinidad James got a three sixty deal too. But even he had a two million dollar advance. You know, and I, I think it was like two or three albums. Wait. The advance is just for the He's, album budget, though, right? The album budget. The, that's, 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 what you owe, that's what you owe them, period. Yeah. And you know these young niggas are blowing all of that on chains and drugs. And he's already, I guarantee you, Little Pump has already spent $365,000. Wait a minute. That was, that was the advance for all five albums? Yeah. That's his deal. Wow. Yeah. He got. Fucked. Fucked in the ass. Oh my God. Ron Jeremy type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? That's a pretty. <laughs> that sound effect was Yo, perfect. who's going to fizzle out? So let me answer the question who I think is going to fizzle out. Um, I don't really know who is going to fizzle out because there's so many artists that come in and come out. 
If I had to guess, it'd probably be Triple X just because of the legal stuff that he's got going or whatever. And Oh, shit, yeah. So I think that just by default, he's probably going to see some legal trouble and he's probably going to have to disappear. And mm. I've already kind of feel like people are not talking about him as much. What's funny is no matter what y'all, who y'all say, I think Triple X has the most talent that everybody's yeah. y'all about to say. No, okay. So yeah. that might save him. But, my, but, but niggas like Lil Pump, you know what I'm saying? Well, nah. well my, my pick is, and it's... My, uh, I got two picks. One is Kodak Black, and then unfortunately, and I do mean this unfortunately, is Meek Mills. Because if, if he get that case on him, it's a wrap. Because I, I love his music, but I don't know if if he's gone two years, we're going to wait. And then Kodak Black, same instance, keep he keep getting in trouble. So that's that's why I think those two will fizzle out. Well, see, what the thing that's strange about Kodak Black, which I don't get the appeal, but Kodak Black kind of has that like little boosy effect for like his era because these teenagers, they they go hard as fuck for Kodak Black. So when he goes to jail or whatever, they are waiting for his ass to get out so he can drop whatever he's going to drop. So I don't think that that's going to hurt him as much. Meek Mill, I don't think that his fan base is as loyal. Definitely. So... I don't know. I feel like Kodak Black is, I think he'd probably be safe. Meek Mill, no. Okay. Except for the fact that a lot of people think that his charges are some bullshit. Yeah. So just on the strength of that, maybe he'll be able to be okay when he comes out. But I don't know. Mine is kind of controversial just because of how crazy his trajectory has been. But I'm going to say future. Ooh, nah. I think so. And the reason is because Future has been kind of cold since um, Future Hendrix. I think he's gotten eclipsed by Migos. I I, I saw that coming, but I didn't know how fast it was going to go or if it was going to, you know, if he could still stay in the same realm with the both of them, with all all of them. I don't think he's going to last next year. Okay. Unless he starts dropping a whole bunch of mixtapes like he was doing in the very beginning. If he gets back on that that uh, lane like he was, maybe, but he hasn't put out something in how long? Oh. Future Hendrix came out in January, didn't it? Listen, listen, I'm going to say this and then uh, we'll get our last remarks uh, from uh, our fellas here. Listen, when it comes to Future, Future got two options. Like you said, keep giving us the microwave rap. Or he's going to have to uh, step up the bars. And honestly, stepping up the bars, I don't think is an option. So he's just going to have to get back in the lab and give us uh, 2,000 meals in five minutes. <laughs> he, I mean, n- nobody cares about bars from Future. I mean, true. Nobody goes to him for bars. They go to him for I'm, chat like, music. Like I said, for volume. He'll have, uh, like I said, drop two albums a week from each other. It, he's about volume. That's how why, why we uh, love him. Party. Volume and uh and who he. Well, it was originally for a very specific sound, but the problem is he doesn't have that um, sound on lock. Exactly, because when he came out, it was Metro Boomin and Future. They were like, when you think of Metro Boomin, you think of Future. Now Metro Boomin is working with all these other people. He's not he's not exclusive to Future, so Future doesn't have anything in his back pocket anymore. Okay. That's the only reason why I say that next year could be it. Hey, uh, 
First thing first, man, it's uh, your boy Darnell. I want to thank our guests for coming in the building. Uh, shout out to uh, your events uh, one more time and let them know where any singles dropping or anything about you that's coming up. Premier Live, PremierLiveExperience.com. That is the website. Uh, we have some events coming up. I know that we have one. This airs on Wednesday, so we have one coming up on Sunday at Trees Dallas. It is the 10th annual toy drive. We're, we're donating all the toys to Trade the Truce uh, Relief Gang Organization. Okay. The event's going to be headlined now by Paul Wall, uh, okay. which obviously, you know, Royce the Five Nine was unable to make a due to scheduling conflict. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be that. Um, as far as music, just, I don't know, just look for me on, on my social media platforms, Movega, S-M-O-O-T-H-V-E-G-A, born and raised, Fort Worth, Texas. Very proud. You already know. All right, just had to throw that in there, guys. All right. Hey, man, I appreciate <laughs> I it. Hey, Raw, let them know about your uh, event just in case they uh, slipped up and let them know about your music and everything. Yeah, just in case y'all forgot, man, we at Trees, Dallas. That's uh, 2712 Elm Street. Um uh, at Trees, Power for the Locals 3, the biggest Dallas uh, local event of the year for uh, local artists. Um, tickets are $16. There will be $20 day of. Um, I'm headlining. We have food trucks outside. We have my clothing line pop-up shop outside. A lot of surprises. And it's going to be streamed live via stream TV. Um, yeah, um, it's going to be really, really, really tight. The whole theme is Star Wars. Um, we're gonna have some liquor sponsors in the building as well, um, and a whole a whole bunch of other surprises, man. I'm, I'm performing with a live band. It's gonna be super tight, man. It's December twenty second. That's that Friday. Um, it's gonna be super tight, man. So yeah, that's what I got going on. Then you can actually follow me at Raw Elements with a Z on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then as well as Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon Music, and all that. All right. Well, you can find me at K-A-Y-D-I-G-S on Twitter, on Instagram. I am Whitney Scruston. On Snapchat, I am Okra-Winfrey. Uh, you can find us at Talking Greasy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, also, you can check us out on TalkingGreasy.org. Ain't you a freelance writer? You know, I am. I'm also a freelance writer and a graphic designer. If you need any services, uh, you can send me an email at info at contentlyyou.com. Hey, it's your boy Darnell, uh, one half of Talking Greasy. Uh, find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Darnell Does It. And if you want to be on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com because it ain't yeah. easy. Talking Greasy. We'll see you. I'm sorry. Oh, I got a whole lot of mixed messages. My songs and my wrongs feel this way I got a whole lot of mixed messages In my songs and my wrongs feel this way Revolutionary, although I'm free I got me a lover, but I still wanna cheat Wanna be saved, but it's fuck the police Don't wanna be here, but I'm too scared to leave I got a whole lot of Mixed messages in my songs and my wrongs feel this way. I got a whole lot of mixed messages in my songs and my wrongs feel this way. Revolutionary, although I'm free, I got me a lover, but I still wanna cheat, wanna be saved, but it's fuck the police, don't wanna be here. But I'm too scared to leave
bitch, I'm too scared to leave. I got a whole lot of I'm too scared to leave. I got a whole lot of mixed messages. I'm too scared to leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love her and I hate her at the same time I'm whack and I'm dope in the same rhyme I'm dull but I'm gloss in the same shine It's confusing on a sunny day I never really liked all the fake shit But I'm attracted to the fake ass and fake tits That's why I made a song like original To remind me of what fake is I wanna be rich but I'm giving back I love her like none other but don't get attached Screaming peace over beats but I grab the strap I help you make a meal but I got a cap It's still fuck you but I give you that I really wanna sing but I better rap Caught on my line after all, but I ain't pick up when he called. Matter of fact, I ain't pick up at all, cause my bills paid now. I said my grace now, my lights are still on, so why would I pray now? Home is the best place for me, so why would I stay now? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, but I never could. Lady.